Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Dagher, Bharati Jagdish, and Ryan Huang with you. It is time now for Why It Matters. And here's a story that we've been hearing a lot, right? Hawker stalls trying to sort of hunker down. They, you know, keep on serving affordable, delicious food, but they still feel that pinch because of the pandemic. I mean, you can, yes. you can actually see it. Mm, yeah, yeah, you do. And I think one of the biggest issues has been that they have sort of been locked out of the digital economy a lot mm. of these hawkers. So even getting on delivery apps is quite a challenge for them, food delivery apps. So while other restaurants have been able to make up for some of their losses during this period, whenever there are restrictions on dining or circuit breakers, partial circuit breakers or whatever, the hawkers tend not to be able to do the same, to get on the delivery yeah. app bandwagon as easily and to make up for some of their losses as well. So considering all the pressures that they are facing, Mm. I think just a little bit of help can actually provide a lot of relief. There are people who are still fighting on while others have decided to close shop. And it was nice to see this bit of news some time ago where over 2,600 hawkers from 59 hawker centres in Singapore are to receive gas rebates from a gas supplier, City Gas, totaling over a million dollars. Yeah, it's like you say, right? Every bit counts. So it's worth up to $100 a month, up to 400 in total, and the rebates will automatically be deducted from their gas gas bill for the months of September to December this year. So City Gas is saying that the average gas bill for hawker stalls is about $300 to $400 a month. So that works. We'll find out more about why they're doing this. Their CEO is on the line, Perry Ong, the CEO of City Gas. Perry, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning, Alet and uh, Bharti. Thank you for having me on your show this morning. So we, we know you're the former CEO of NTUC Food Fair and you know, we've heard of City Gas before. I'm just curious, because of your former role, is that, is that what drew you to wanting to help the hawkers? The hawkers has been something which I've been heavily involved in for many years now. And I think uh, in my new role as the CEO of City Gas, I have a special heart for, mm-hmm. for them. We have been supporting them for generations. So we think that you know during this pandemic period, it'll, they need a helping hand so we're in a position to help so we decided to to do it mm-hmm. and a lot of the hawkers when they cook they use gas so you know the gas bill do form a substantial part of their expenses so we, we try to help in that area to understand your motivations further, Perry, for helping hawkers in this manner, aside, of course, from the positive headlines it has generated for your brand and from what you just expressed, you know, that you've had this relationship with the hawker community in Singapore for a very long time. Tell us more about the scale of your operations in Singapore, especially in terms of how you're interfacing with this group of customers, the hawkers. For City Gas, we are the national pipe gas company. So we support most of the homes in Singapore, 860,000 homes and tens of thousands of businesses. The Hawker Centres is a, a segment which we are heavily involved in. We support many of the hawkers. So it is something that we have been doing, as I mentioned, for generations. Right? So the, from father to son and then, you know, passing on even to the third generations. So the relationship with the hawkers... I would say back to days when hawker centres were first built. So it goes a long way. Yeah. And 
for for city gas you know we've been around for for a long time not many people actually know that we've been around for 160 years you know since mm. the days of the british right so the first firing up using coal to light up the streets in singapore and then moving on to powering the nation you know in both our homes and businesses so the the relationship with the hawkers has been a long-standing one and many of them have actually become friends Actually, to to put that in in context, you know, include you know, based on the support that you're giving and, and how much support you're going to cover here, what is the market share of city gas in Singapore? For those who uses gas, we are doing about sixty percent to sixty five percent. Okay, for the hawkers. Yeah, for the hawkers, there's slightly over a hundred hawker centers in Singapore, and about fifty nine of them are actually supported by city gas. Wow, quite a bit. Okay, mm. okay. Let's talk about this interfacing with hawkers, you must be very intimate with the various challenges they are facing. Rising raw materials cost, rising raw ingredients cost, rising rentals as well. This difficulty that we mentioned earlier that they're having with getting on delivery apps in order to make up for some of the losses that they have been experiencing during the pandemic. How do you think all of these things can even begin to be addressed in a productive fashion? Let's not forget, this is a very important sector of the economy and a very important part of our heritage and culture in Singapore as well. Bati, I I totally agree with you. I think the hawkers are really our daily heroes. They're the one who provides, you know, the daily basic means for, for, for all of us, all walks of life. And actually, we are very proud that they've been recognized as a UNESCO heritage. We really must do whatever we can to not only preserve, but to support and make this trade actually thrive for the next generation. So there are many cost burdens the hawker face, as you mentioned, rental, raw materials. I think in terms of the rental, honestly speaking, NEA has been helping during this pandemic. The raw material side, I think that's just a bit subjected to market forces. You know, sometimes mm. raw material rises due to shortage. I, but I think the most important thing that uh, can help the hawkers is actually the business. While cost on the cost front is important, I think the revenue that they earn you know, from their trade is equally important, probably even more important. So the, with the pandemic, they are really badly hit. While cost side, you know, we all try to help. But I think on the business side, that is where... People like you and me, you know, we can we can actually help them in a direct way, patronize hawker centers more. If we feel that going out may not be that safe right now, mm. but we can always stop out, you know, mm. do takeaways. So, so I think that, that, that would really help them. You know, Perry, I controversially suggested a few years ago that we should be willing to pay more for hawker food. I mean, a $3 plate of chicken rice is nice, but so what if the hawker raises it to three fifty instead? People tend to complain very easily whenever hawkers raise their prices. What do you think of this suggestion, though? Because at that time, when I suggested it, it did not go down well at all. People instead said that, no, the government should be stepping in to uh, give them more subsidies. I, as a consumer, shouldn't have to pay more. That's what a lot of people said to me on social media. In fact, they really, they were so angry with me, they called me names. <laughs> for even suggesting it. So, I, yeah, it's a, it's a topic close to my heart because I do see that there's a right. lot of skill that goes into making the food that they do. And even if you're not considering the cost of, of raw ingredients and rentals, you should be willing to pay for the skill that goes into that plate of chicken rice or that plate of cha kway tiao, right? But what is your perspective on this? Do we have to open ourselves up to being willing to pay more? 
I'm okay. I'll give you a personal perspective of of things. Right. So, you know, recently the government has been talking about raising wages for for certain sectors uh, for certain job types. Right. Um, I think it's, it, it it runs in the same vein. I think if margins are not sufficient for the hawkers, is over time the there will be a disincentive for the hawkers to continue the, with his trade. You say I'll probably earn better, you know, if I work, go outside and and, and work, uh, take up a job, or he may not encourage his children to take up the trade to say that look, you know, you can't earn much, you know, uh, being in the trade. So there is a certain economic consequences, right? So I, I think. Just like all sustainable business, and if you want it to thrive, there must be sufficient margins for for the hawkers to make, not only make ends meet, but at least have to have a decent living. So if, uh, if prices need to rise as a result, then I think that that should be the right thing to do. Mm. Of course, we also have to make sure that it's affordable to the lower income groups, that hawker food of remains course, affordable. Course. So there's a fine balance to be struck here. And someone did suggest maybe food vouchers for the lower income would help, mm. whereas the rest of us who can afford it should be willing to pay a few cents more here and there if it's needed. Of course, now too, I'm sure there'll be people out there who say, hey, but we're suffering too, you know, the consumers are suffering too. Our salaries are being frozen. Some of us are losing our jobs. So again, a fine balance and maybe greater debate is warranted on this issue too. But thanks, Perry, for for giving us your take on it. Perry, then in that case, it leads me to my fine trouble question. We have been talking about how to help, you know, how we can support. What about diving deeper and looking at how we can save costs? You guys have eco packages. Is this something that can be looked at to help bring down the costs for these hawkers? When you say eco packages, you you are referring to food packaging. No, you, you've got in different ways to save money. You know, perhaps on the uh, infrastructure within the the hawker store, like the gas hob, or I, I don't know, maybe gag, uh, the heaters or, or anything. I know these are targeted at homes, but can these packages that help save your electric bill be implemented in these hawker stores? Oh, definitely. I, I think that's something that we are doing a lot of right now. There are co-sponsorships where, whereby City Gas co-sponsor the gas-operated kitchen equipment. For example, their fryers, their ovens, mm. to help to defray the cost, the upfront cost for hawkers, you know, uh, especially when they set up a store, right? Because for a hawker centers, unlike in some other SME setup, they're usually on a lower budget. Yeah, yeah. So money, you know, the capital is tight. So we will help them to get their store set up by co-investing with them. And what is more important is actually the running cost. Mm. So the, by using gas, the cheaper and greener terms for the environment and on your and lighter on your pockets. So the, many of our hawkers actually do see the benefits, and we've been helping many of them. It sounds like you have thought about this and thought about it quite carefully. What have you thought about in terms of what's next? How else can a company like yours continue extending support to this group of people, the hawkers, as well as other FNB operators who are going through this very difficult period, and to do so in a sustainable manner that actually empowers them? Because, uh, you know, I like to make a distinction between handouts and empowering businesses with grants that could help them fly on their own for the next few years at least. Yes, Barty. Totally agree. I think it's important to empower them. For the hawkers, I mean, 
grants is you can only do the for so long, and eventually it can't stay uh, be the way forward as a permanent solution. Well, helping the hawkers, you know, in terms of getting their setup done up properly, lowering their running costs. And I think that's, that's a much more sustainable way to help them. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, we've been speaking with Perry on the CEO of City Gas. Perry, thank you for your time. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show once again. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.